every AUSA chapter has a board with talented people volunteering their time and leadership skills, but not every chapter knows how to get the most out of their board. Today, we're talking with two very experienced AUSA chapter leaders, Chris McBride from AUSA's third region and Gus Rodriguez from AUSA's fourth region. Chris, let's start with you. Can you share some thoughts on your leadership experience and why you need to have a board? So aside from the obvious fact that chapter needs to operate in accordance with its bylaws, and the bylaws say that you're going to have a board, uh, having a board is important because you can't do it all yourself. And one person isn't enough when finding great ideas on how a chapter can serve a community. So if you look at the different things a chapter can do in a community, even if there's no army installation there, the list can get really big and very long. Because without saying that you can do much more with dozens of active people supporting a chapter than you can with just a few, as long as you're organized effectively. So I probably didn't realize it at the time, but as region president, I can see just how key it is to lead when you're the, in the chapter president role. And as that chapter president, I was really lucky to have some amazing people on our XCOM and on our board, as well as some fantastic advice from others. And they provided a lot of the ideas and vision on where to take the chapter. And I really had a blast listening, learning, being incredibly busy, and working with a board that was packed full of leaders in their own right to build on an already great agenda of chapter activities that served our community. And I'm just going to ask you a quick question here for clarification. What is the difference between an XCOM and a board? That's a great question because it really varies. The, the term board varies from chapter to chapter. If you read different chapter bylaws, in some cases, a board is a is an advisory um, group of people. And in some cases, it's actually a working board where those are the people that do your activities and provide the leadership for individual things. The XCOM almost universal is the core group of the people that make the chapter run. So the, the president, the executive vice president, the treasury secretary, and the vice presidents um, and other key volunteers in the chapter. Gus, why do you think it's so important to have an active board? Uh, when you become the chapter president, it's a pretty time-consuming uh, task. And your board members become your arms, your extensions in the community at the installation, if you're buying installation, uh, that help you to communicate the AUSA message. And actually, that's where you need to take a look at cultivating future leaders. Um, you know, uh, you bring on people onto the board, you start getting them involved. And uh, over time, then they feel like they want to take an additional, a more higher leadership role. And you allow them to participate and you're cultivating members, you know, cultivating board members that will eventually transition into higher leadership roles. And eventually one day, maybe even chapter president. You know, when I, when I was a chapter president and now as uh, a region president, the one thing that I've come to a strong realization is that those chapters that have an engaged board are the most successful chapters. And what kind of things did you count on your board to do? We had an XCOM of over 20 people and a board of nearly 30 additional people. So a great big group. And we called it a working board. So everyone was active in one way or another, and the majority led significant area of support to our community. For example, uh, one led com committee of volunteers for the annual missile symposium put on by the chapter. Another led the support to the National Guard soldiers and had activities from yellow ribbon ceremonies to bringing in community partners to educate soldiers on everything from job opportunities to benefits available to them in the community. Another led the Department of the Army Civilian of the Year Dinner, 
um, another the Army birthday dinner, another Veterans Day, the parade in Huntsville, and so on. So each led major events or areas for the most part. And when you have that many leaders that are each taking on a part, there's a whole lot that can be done. So most chapters have far fewer volunteers, but the same model can work. So if you empower them to take on a significant area of support for the community and get on the same track and stay in communication, then you just stand back and watch the chapter activities go. And what are three qualities that you feel make a good board member? What I always look for is just a willingness to serve. I think is important. You know, you have to you have to want to want to do this. Uh, that that to me is is the number one thing. The the second thing is a commitment. You know, to to do this because it is a, a time consuming. Um, and then finally, it's just a passion about this. Chris, same question for you. What are three qualities you look for in a board member? I'll go with someone who will be truly engaged and come to meetings and care about the mission and commit the time needed to fulfill their responsibilities. That's one. Two would be someone you can count on who will do what they say they're going to do. And three, someone whose talents are matched with position that they're filling on the board, or at least someone who's up for a challenge to develop those talents and can still do well enough to fill that role. How do you believe other chapters can get more out of their boards? I think you have to put a lot of effort into recruiting your volunteers. And don't be afraid to ask the busy, well-connected people in your community. Now, you've got to be able to explain why you're passionate about AUSA and also what's in it for them. So if that's hard for you to explain, you can ask your region president or national or anyone else you can think of to help get your talking points together because you're going to need those together before you go recruiting. And then once you have the volunteers, use the volunteers. In fact, challenge them and support them and thank them and thank them again. The first thing that you want to take a look at is what what are the needs of the chapter? How can I help this chapter to grow? And what would be ideal if I brought people in? So in my case, being the first civilian to take the role of chapter president, the one thing that I was lacking in is military experience. So I made sure that the folks that I brought in, you know, were retirees. Uh, I had a sergeant major that was very helpful, you know, to me to be able to help me understand, you know, how the Army functions. I had retired uh, brigade commanders that, that worked with me. Chris, you started as the chapter secretary at the Redstone Huntsville chapter, held a variety of other positions for almost a decade before you became chapter president, and then you became third region president. With all of the leadership roles you've held, what is a piece of advice you could share with other chapters? Think big. So you don't often creep up on success. You've got to get a vision and make a plan and then get the resources to make it happen. And you have to push it, but start early in case you bite off too much. That way you'll be able to recover and still achieve a level of success in case you've bitten off too much. And don't hesitate to ask others to get involved, really involved. AUSA is rewarding to you, and you would want others to have the same rewarding feelings while they're serving their community. And don't forget to have fun. Gus, you've been involved with AUSA for 22 years, but you've never served in the Army. How did you get involved with AUSA? Sure. My first experience with AUSA started in 1997 when I attended my first annual meeting as a part of a chamber delegation. So uh, I attended. uh, I was impressed by everything that was taking place. And when I got back to El Paso, I felt that maybe uh, this is an organization I need to get involved in. And I approached uh, the incoming uh, chapter president, who was a friend of mine, 
And I said, I really would like to get involved with this. And he said, perfect, uh, we have a position for you. So I became the chapter's secretary treasurer. I did that for about five, six years. And then the uh, chapter president came to me and said, okay, it's your turn. I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> uh, later on, I, I found out that it meant that they wanted me to be uh, chapter president. So I, I said, yes. So I was actually the first civilian uh, in the chapter's history to take the role of chapter president, having not served a day you know, in the army. And then they came back to me again and said, hey, uh, the chapter president is gonna move to state president, so you can you come back for another term? And I said, okay, so I served my second term. Um, saw a tremendous amount of growth in the chapter at the time. We grew to about 3,500 members uh, during, during that term because I just had a lot of great people that were working with me. Um, and uh, our community partner membership was just phenomenal. And then I was asked to serve as state president, and uh, then I ran for uh, region vice president and then became the region president. That is a great story. If you had one more piece of advice on what a board could be doing or how a chapter could get more out of their board, what would it be? We know that as a board, that's one of your one of your major responsibilities, ensuring that the chapter is sufficiently funded to be able to do the things that you want to do to support the army. Um, so I always I always look at that is you know, and I, I say this to chapter presidents, it's like make sure that you have the right person, you know, working with you on your finances. Make sure that they that they provide you the necessary guidance to be able to take a look at what you want to do as you move forward during your term as a chapter president. So to me, that's that's one of the key essential things that you, you need to take a look at. Chris, Gus, thank you both so much for your time today. We hope that all of the chapter leaders will be inspired to reach out to their boards and get them engaged in more chapter events and fundraisers. Please check the Ask Toolkit for more information and ideas and check back with Membership Matters in three weeks for a new interview with Chris and Gus. 